All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. You guys have heard on recent episodes that we are definitely switching some things up in our world and just making sure we're as connected as possible, even when we're being slutty away from each other. So we're going to be talking about that very soon. But first, we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. Cassidy is by far our favorite lifestyle site, and it's honestly how we've met so many new friends, both people that we are just social with, that we love going out and having drinks with that are like-minded, as well as people that we really enjoy getting down and dirty with. It's a great way to see who's in your area, see who you might want to go on a date with, invite out to an event, meet at an event, etc. And the best part is you can try it free for an entire month. All you have to do is go to frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage. When you do so, you're going to get all access to all of Cassidy's amazing features. Check it out for yourself. Make sure it's the right lifestyle site for you. Again, frontporchswingers.com. Click on the Cassidy banner to get started today. So we are recording this in advance. I will say we have not actually been to the takeover yet. No, we in are heading Phoenix. that way. Two yeah. days from the time we're recording this. It is Monday. We are leaving Wednesday morning at the ass crack of dawn. Yes. Yeah, so next episode, you guys will hear how that all went. We're super excited for it, but we don't have anything to talk about now because we haven't been there yet. Not yet. We do have uh, a lot of shit that we have to take. We have actually instilled the help of a friend to help us get some of the stuff there. Oh, it's fucking overwhelming. It's a lot of stuff. There's a lot going on, a lot of moving parts. We are on our way once we get done recording to, we got to go back to the store. We got more shit we have to get. <laughs> uh, I have not yet even, we haven't even packed anything yet. I mean, we're just, there's so much to fucking do. Oh God, when you say it like that, it makes my stomach just churn. Yeah. I'm just ready for the event to start. It's always it's a, the lead up to it that's the most stressful. Yeah, the anticipation is the worst. And then when people actually get there and you can tell they're just having a great fucking time, it happens with every single event. Yeah, I, again, it's I'm, I'm really trying not to, let all of the minutia wear me out like normal because there's just so much going this time. I just, I can't be bogged down with it because I will go fucking crazy. <laughs> so I'm just not doing it. Yeah. I've chosen not to give a shit. We're so just going to have a good time. Stay tuned for a future episode to hear how all of that went. Yes. In the meantime, we've had a really fun week, a really fun weekend. Yeah. We actually, as we're recording this, yesterday was Easter. So again, way in advance. Yeah. And it was, I mean, we don't celebrate Easter, but we had a fucking phenomenal day. Well, I will say this. You and I are not big holiday celebratory people, obviously. Now, your family takes Christmas very seriously. I take Christmas very yeah. seriously. Uh, so we obviously trek all the way to the fucking frozen tundra. <laughs> to enjoy Christmas with your family, which is always fun because it turns into a drunken festival of whatever. Yeah, at least um, my family's fun. They're not like bumps on a log no, like some no. people's. You go home and it's like you're at a museum for an entire weekend. Right. But it's not it's my like, family. <laughs> but no, not, not at all. But when we celebrate, it's not even that we, you and I celebrate holidays. We take advantage of holidays. Exactly. Like yesterday was Easter. Don't give a fuck about Easter or the Easter bunny or anything about that. However, there is a lot of very cool places that do Easter brunch. (laughs) And the cocktails are amazing. (laughs) So also, selfishly, most of the places that we go to, our favorite places, are not busy for holidays. No, because they're not family places. No. So we can go and we got to sit outside on the patio at the bar of the busiest fucking place in the arts district. We never get to do that. It was fun too. It was a fucking party. They had a DJ going. They had all these drink specials. We actually ended up meeting Susan there, which was, I I love that. I love that we have friends that are like family and well she too is like gives zero fucks about easter but she was like oh, uh brunch cocktails on my way yeah yeah that's it was a blast so yeah we got to sit out in the 80 degree weather listening to yeah, it was beautiful a dj and drinking cocktails with susan and then you and i went and had korean barbecue for dinner yeah. and ate and drank entirely too much way too much and was... today i want to die from it but you know it was worth it at the time yeah it was really <laughs> fucking fun and it was a great time so yeah, we don't celebrate, but we do take advantage. There's no question. We celebrate in our own ways. They're just yeah. not religious way. We well, didn't go to just, church. It's just not the way that most people celebrate Easter. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we leave and we're driving and everybody's clearly like on their way to church or dressed in their Easter clothes or whatever. Yeah, all these kids in their cute little like pink dresses yeah. and their nice 
We're on our way to the bar. It's like, (laughs) we actually did have breakfast yesterday before we met with Susan because I wanted to put something in my stomach. I knew where that was going to go. And of course, we're drinking uh, 24 ounce fucking mimosas at 8.30, you know, and then we leave and uh, clearly everyone's just coming in from their Easter service service or whatever it's like oh we got to get the fuck out of here we're going to get found out because we did not belong but yeah <laughs> we I, did I, not belong. I like taking advantage of the holidays i'm all about it <laughs> if you give me a holiday i'll take advantage of it shit yeah if i could drink on groundhog day it's on groundhog day i like yeah, it whatever so yeah it was a great time definitely i think embraced the idea of how you and i want to improve our lifestyle experiences going forward with my experience that I was going to talk about with uh, Jade. I think that concept really helped move us forward. The conversation that we had with Susan yesterday was super fucking enlightening, you know, as it pertains to all that. So all that's, I mean, it's going in the right direction. Yeah, I think so too. And I think what's really interesting is, you know, we've been in the lifestyle now for almost six years. And I think most people would assume that you're just kind of on autopilot when you've been in the lifestyle for that length of time. And we've been playing separately for a very, very long time now. And even though we've been doing it for a while and we've had a lot of great experiences, there are still times when you have to take a pause and go, okay, this isn't fucking working anymore. We have to figure out what is actually going to work for us. It doesn't mean we're going to throw the, you know, the entire thing out. It's more so how can we manipulate certain details to work for us again? And it's so funny how even just a couple of times of doing that and all of a sudden I'm excited again. I have a newfound just enthusiasm for the lifestyle. It's been really, really, you know, just flawless from my perspective. Well, again, it's really getting perspective, right? You you do something long enough and often enough, it becomes the norm. It becomes habitual. And comfortable, right? And that's the worst part is you and I are the biggest creatures of habit. Oh, I'm the worst. We get into ruts where it's like we do the same thing over and over and over again. I'm the worst. But that is not to say that because, you know, my partners are amazing. And and that's a big part of why I end up getting so comfortable. But yes, we will definitely, you and I fall into patterns. No question about it. So like you said, instead of throwing out the the baby with the bathwater, we are... Just pivoting is what we've did. And it was very small adjustments. Yeah. Super small adjustment. That made a huge difference, even in our sex life. I mean, for a while there, because we have been so busy, we've been so focused on hotel takeovers and all of these big, big projects that we have going on. It's not like we stopped having sex or our sex life dwindled, but it was almost like we would do the same thing every single time we had sex. And even that has changed. Like there's so much more variety, even just in our play. Right. Well, and for most people, it would be like, I guess... Everything is relative, right? For us, what is the norm is certainly not the norm for anybody else. But we're not people who sexually get into ruts. So when we do that, it becomes obvious. Right. And then we're like, whoa, 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 hang on. Something's not right. What aren't we doing? And then we just readjust it. And just these little tweaks, not only does doing this obviously improve our sex life, but it improved the sex I had with Jade. Right. Which is always fucking hot. Well, and I just find myself wanting you so much right now because I think part of it is because we're having these really interesting conversations about sex. It's not just, hey, I'm going to go play with this person or, hey, I have a date with this person. It's like you're filling me in on your plans. Well, it's also not just like, hey, um, we've got to do X, Y, and Z for the next event. And oh, by the way, I'm going to go do this or I'm going to see this person. It's like yesterday was very clear, concise detailed conversations about what my play was like, what your play was like recently, what we want it to look like. Then, of course, having that conversation with Susan was great. It, it just opens up everything. And then there's just there's just more conversation, which leads to more anticipation in, to, to do something. And then the excitement of, of, av- of doing something relatively new or renewing something and then bringing it home. And then that's it. Yeah, you know, that's 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 what it's all about. It's kind of like you really, really like cheeseburgers and you have eaten a cheeseburger every night for dinner over and over and over again. You're like, fuck, I love cheeseburgers. Right. But then you realize one day you wake up and you're like, I don't want a fucking cheeseburger. Or I want to put bacon on it today. Something. <laughs> I got to do something with this. Fucking I need thing. something else besides a cheeseburger. Doesn't mean a cheeseburger is not good. No, absolutely not. Just it, means right now I need a little bit more fucking variety in my diet. Yeah. Well, it's just like enjoy that cheeseburger, but throw something else on top of it. Like. <laughs> Vampire gloves, for example. 
<laughs> which is a huge theme of this episode. I don't know if I want vampire gloves on my finger. Uh, I'd rather sure have them on like. my ass and tits. But. For, sh- for sure you do. For sure you do. But it really was that simple, right? Yeah. It's just, just the introduction of something new into play with others that that you can I can bring home, you can bring home changes everything. Yeah, I'm excited. And again, I think I said this last episode, but I do have all of these creative juices flowing. So just a couple of kind of spoilers of some things that I have coming up. I started talking to someone new today who is very interested in the world of pegging. Oh, interesting. That could be interesting. I've kind of thought of that. I've I've pegged a gentleman once before you and I got together. That was before you and I got together. That was probably the kinkiest thing I'd ever done. I thought it was so fucking hot. And it really allowed me to tap into this incredibly primal dominant side of myself that just makes me feel like such a fucking badass. So I would love to do something like that again. Uh, I mentioned last week uh, about the gentleman who's interested in some public play. He and I were dirty talking last night about the potentials of that. I have all sorts of... You you just had phone sex with a guy. Oh yeah, that was fucking hot. Yeah, I was with Jade, right? When you were having phone sex with some dude. Of course... You were you did all your makeup and all that stuff. I'm like, well, you were you FaceTime? You're like, no, I was just sending pictures. So it was it, fucking hot that we were like texting and we would. It, there was no video, right. which I kind of love because when I'm on video for somebody else, I feel like I have to perform for them specifically. Yeah, it's also not always super easy or comfortable. So what I was doing was I was on the couch and I was masturbating. I had all sorts of toys laid out. I had two dildos. I had my magic wand. I had the rose. I had all sorts of options available to me, and I would send him pictures of them, and he would pick out what. I was going to do to myself next right. and then I would be on the phone with him but I'd snap a picture of whatever I was doing and shoot it off to him so it was real time he was seeing you know me putting the dildo inside of me or right. me using the rose on my clit it was so fucking intensely hot to me and again I haven't done that in so long it's been a very very long time since I've done the phone sex thing well and again that that's just all that anticipation right so eventually you're going to meet this guy's coming in town right yep in May so when that finally happens, it just becomes that much more explosive. Oh my God, you have no idea how bad I want this man. I think about it morning, noon, and night. I want to jump his fucking bones. In fact, he's coming into town. He's staying at one of the hotels on the Strip. Yeah. And he's, you know, trying to find a place for a lunch reservation there and shit. I'm like, no, no, no. Save We're going to have a cup of effort. coffee and you're going to fuck my brains out. And yeah. then maybe afterwards we'll find something to eat together. Yeah. But I cannot wait through a whole fucking lunch to get my hands on this man. Yeah, well, listen, I appreciate the... The preemptiveness and all that shit. Just get down to it. No, by that point, you're just all worked up. It, he's such a gentleman, but yeah. I know myself well enough to know that if I sit there and have an hour and a half long lunch with him, I am going to be a fucking mess. Yeah, it doesn't make sense in situations like that. But <laughs> It's like, just fucking take my pants off, man. But my point is to all this, these little things are just... just building up and adding up. And it's just, you know, it's just becoming that much more intense when either we are with other people and particularly when we're together. Yes. That's, it's just... You know, I mean, it really did change, changed everything uh, for us recently, you know, so it was it, it's very cool to see. So I'm, I'm excited about it. Yeah, I'm yeah. excited to see how it goes tomorrow, because like you yeah. said, you're going to have a date with Susan. And yes. we did have a conversation about the three of us, you know, me feeling more included and why that was important to me. And, you know, the eroticism that that has brought to us since we've kind of made that shift. And she was yeah. totally supportive and in agreement with that. And so, yeah, I mean, it was just it's wonderful. And so I'm ex- my point is I'm excited to see how tomorrow goes after having that conversation with her. For sure. And yeah. I have no doubt that she's going to be like, she's going to jump in hip deep. Oh, I'm like there's, there's no question about it. That's because she's a fucking badass. We also had the opportunity to come up with potentially a date for you and she to record because she's going to do the show. Yes. Oh my gosh. I am so excited. So I do not have an exact date of when that will come out yet, but eventually Susan will be joining me on the show. I haven't decided exactly what it looks like either in terms of, is it going to be a full episode? I'm going to get, I think I'm going to get the the week off. She's going to be your co-host possibly. That will be interesting. In fact, my thought was, and I, I have not mentioned this to her yet, and I didn't even mention it to you yet. I thought about it while we were sitting down yesterday. But I didn't want to say anything because I, I didn't want to. I didn't want it to seem like I absolutely wanted that to happen. So I thought I would just kind of. I, I would tell you first, and then slow roll it, and kind of see what you guys thought. My thought was. So let, hold on, you're going to roll out this idea on the podcast? Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Well, because she, well, you better talk to her about it before this episode goes up. Well, I'd be able to because she's coming probably to Phoenix for Saturday night, which is great. So we'll see her in Phoenix. But here's what I thought: to be really fucking unique. Have her tell you 
the story of she and I together. That would be hot. Never been done before. We hadn't ever been able to do it. Oh, that's such a good idea. The closest thing we've ever gotten to was having Clint on the show on the 100th episode. Yeah, but Susan is so well put together. She's not going to say like fucking motherfucker and shit like I do. She's no. going to be a lot more poised yeah, <laughs> than we but, are. <laughs> but she will have a very different perspective. No, it'll be really. I'm just giving you a hard time. I know. We're well, fucking I mean, potty mouth degenerates yeah, and she's we, not. No, 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 no. But she can, listen, she's got quite the fucking colorful vocabulary. Don't kid yourself if she wants to. But I think that coming from her perspective, it would be really interesting to hear. I think so, too. So I'm looking forward to it. I think it'd be very fucking cool. Well, either way, it's going to be a great conversation. She's incredibly intelligent. She's she's one of those people that she thinks very differently than I do. She just well, has a, a very different thought process and different life experiences. And so I think that conversation is going to be fucking fabulous. So make sure you guys stay tuned for that. Well, yeah. And I'll mention it to her tomorrow when I see her because I think I, I'm, I think it's a great fucking idea. She might really be into it. I think she will. But have you being able to talk to someone like her, totally different life experience, like you said, very different age, different everything, she'll just be able to have a different perspective. Because when we, when we were talking to her yesterday even – you know, some of the things she said and the questions, it was like, huh, I hadn't thought of that. And, you know, and then, of course, she made some things clear because, I, you know, I always have concerns about keeping our friends from moving forward in their own relationships. And, you know, it was really an interesting point of view that she had. I think you're a bit neurotic about it, honestly. I guess. I guess. I mean, you're very sweet to be so concerned. And I know why you are, because these people have become very important to us. But they're pretty fucking strong women. They're not going to do anything they don't want to do. No, no. I have no question about that. I, I, I don't question at all whether they're going to jump into something that isn't really good for them. They're way fucking smarter than that. I just don't want it to be an issue. That's all. Yeah. So, But I'm excited about it. I think the fucking the conversation between the two of you is going to be awesome. Oh, I cannot wait. I'm so wait. looking forward to that. <laughs> Same. So obviously, again, recording this ahead of time, we are getting ready in 48 hours or less to head to Phoenix. For our hotel takeover. Yes. Which is going to be fucking insane. It's a lot of work. Cannot wait. I just want to get it on. Just get after it. <laughs> just get it on. Just not in a good, not in the sexy kind of way, though. No, that's probably not on the cards, but uh, I, I'm sure everyone else will have a great fucking sexy time. Not so much us. But we have a lot of shit going on. I was just looking at our calendar because, again, we've got friends that are coming into town, family coming into town, friends going out of town, and that we're going to help out all this shit. And our calendar is insane. It, I don't even know. I didn't even realize how fucked up it is. I think we have seven flights scheduled yeah. between now and the end of summer, just to put it into perspective. Yeah, so. that, but that's not including August. There's no flight we have planned for August yet. That's just between now and July. I know. That's fucking so crazy. So I, I really didn't realize it. So we've got splat. Well, first of all, we have the E&M Summit next month in Houston, which I cannot be more fucking excited about. In fact, uh, just talking to our friend this afternoon or this morning, they may be coming as well. So we, get, that may, there may, we may have two more people coming. So then it's to splash almost immediately after that in Atlanta. Then we have our event in Denver f 10 days after that or something. Yeah, and then seven days after that is Naughty New Orleans, yeah. which I'm so fucking excited about. By the way, if you guys are going to Naughty New Orleans, we're going to plan some things that are specifically for our listeners. Yes. And if you're not already signed up for Naughty, there's going to be a link in the show notes for you guys to join us. But we have some really, really fun shit that is going to be going down. So just let us know. Reach out to us. You can email us, mail, M-A-I-L, at frontportswingers.com if you plan to be there so we can provide you with some of the details. But I'm really excited for that. And then we turn around and go back to Denver in August. Yes. And then I have family coming into town for a 21st birthday. I mean, it is just going to be fucking balls to the wall and ASN awards. So, yeah, I mean, we're going to be all over the fucking place, obviously filling you guys in on all the details of, of all of it. And I'm excited that we're doing some different shit this summer. Well, I want so that's my that's what I wanted to get to. I want all of these things we're doing to result in different shit. Yeah. So, I mean, Houston is what Houston is not an event. Let me just make that clear. Houston is the ENM summit. It is professional in origin. Th th this is not an opportunity for play. That's not what this is. No. Splash, on the other hand, Naughty, on the other hand, our events, Denver, both Denver's in June and August. I really want to attempt anyway to do something that I would not ordinarily do. Now, I don't know what that is. I, I don't have that answer. <laughs> I feel but, like the door is wide open on but that. I, yeah, exactly. I, so I'm really going to try to extend myself a little and step out there and just say, fuck it and see what happens. Like, if there's something I think that is of interest to me, 
I will pursue it as opposed to how I would normally handle it and be like, okay, that's interesting. I'm going to stand right here and wait for that to come to me. Right. That's exactly. exactly. Because that's what I do. So, and if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. But I think if I see an opportunity that I want to be involved in, or I think there's something that makes sense, I am simply going to act on it. Yeah, I think you need to learn how to turn your brain off a little bit. I used to really struggle with that at events, especially the bigger – we went to a lot of big events in 2022. Yeah. And I think that really allowed me to kind of flex that muscle of just, hey, turn off your fucking brain and just enjoy the experience. Yeah, I have a hard time with that. And I had so much fun at so many of those events as a result of that. So I think if you're able to do that, which I know is not your strength. It is not Because you are a master yeah. overthinker. Not but typically if, in my wheelhouse. If you're able to shut the fucking brain off for just a little bit of time, I think you're going to have a lot of fun. So yeah. obviously we'll, we'll let you guys know how that goes. We'll keep you posted as we go along. But yeah, I really do want to be able to do that. Well, really, what's really done it, as as we were talking about earlier, was all of these kind of small but intricate adjustments that we're making in our own play individually and our play, yours and mine, together. And it's, you know, I mean, it gets the creative juices flowing, so to speak, right? I mean, it opens up your mind a little bit to possibilities that, you know, listen, there, there are opportunities that... I overlooked that I missed out on. I didn't capitalize on. Well, we know that's the case because we've been to many events where people reach out afterwards and say things like, I really wanted to ask Brian to go play, right. but he didn't seem like he was in the mood for that or he seemed like he was in business mode or yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah, so I really need to work on that. That's my plan is to work on all that shit so that when we go to these events, you know, and there's definitely... You know, there's always a professional component, right? I mean, there just is. Well, that's something that we've talked a lot about is, you know, it's... I feel very, very fortunate to have the platform that we do and the listeners that we do. We appreciate every fucking one of you. But it is interesting to go to an event and feel like you have to be on. Well, yeah. I mean, not that we're ever not who we really are in person. I think most people will tell you if they meet us in person, we're exactly the same as we are on the show. Yeah, I don't have the capacity to be anybody else. I can't do it. But at, at the same time, there is this voice in the back of my head of like, oh, you're Brenna from Front Porch Swingers. You're not just some woman at a lifestyle event. Yeah, and that's why, yeah, it, it's difficult a lot of times because I don't ever... It's just like when people reach out to me, right? Like I said, like on Cassidy or whatever, whatever platform, I always send back a message because I don't know if they, if they are reaching out because of the show or because of me, you know? So I'm always trying to be as polite as humanly possible. And so I want to put my best foot forward at these events and, you know, be hospitable, even though it's not our event. Be, uh, That's welcoming. not your job, though. Just go and have fun. Yeah, but you know we are there in a, uh, on some level in a professional capacity. We have a booth set up and we have paraphernalia out and you know all that stuff. And you know, inevitably, we run into people that will listen to the show and we'll talk to them and you know those kinds of things. Or people that have been to one of our events before, which is very cool. Then I get in my own head. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. You know, I can't run around with my cock out. That's not, you know. <laughs> well, you would never do that anyway. Ex- right. But I'm, I'm exactly. But my point is like, I'm definitely <laughs> not doing that. I sincerely wish you would once yeah, in a while I'm in the appropriate setting. Definitely but... <laughs> not doing it. You know, yeah. So it's, it's, so that's my point, right? I'm already like uh, tied up about that shit anyway. And then as soon as someone recognizes me or starts talking to me, I'm like, oh shit. No. Do I have something on my shirt? I can't have my pants off. Like, it's a big fucking deal. You know, so I got to really. I got to I got to temper that a little bit. I think bit. more people would like to see you with your pants off just saying. I'm not sure about that, but <laughs> I, I do think I want I, I I'm definitely going to be I'm going to be less buttoned up. That is what I'm going to do. All right. I'm, I'm holding you to it. You guys to heard it here first. Brian is committing to being less fucking tightly wound. Yeah. I mean, because you think about all the shit we're doing. Like you said, seven trips. I just realized when you said it, we have to fly to Denver again in August. So that's like seven or eight. All this fucking shit we're doing. I want to I want to enjoy some of it. You know, I mean, of course, I, I want to enjoy all of it. Yeah, it's but I really it, it, the only way for me to do this is to get out of my own way. I agree. Th- that's the only thing that's keeping me from fucking and having fun and doing all those things. I have to get out of my own way. You know who else needs to get out of their own way? Who? A lot of fucking single men. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so my single guy tip of the week this week is pretty simple, which is don't get in over your head. <laughs> there are a lot of men that assume they are ready for certain things in the lifestyle, and it becomes very evident very quickly that they simply are not. For example, I've actually been with a couple of guys where it's like, 
they seem really excited about it. They know the elements of what the play session is going to look like. But then when time actually comes, they are nervous fucking wrecks. They're asking like, are you sure he's not going to be there? Is he going to be pissed off as in you? You know, even though I've already explained all of this to them, it's like they become these neurotic fucking messes. Well, it's like I told you, you know, we were, I don't know, we were on our way to dinner or drinks or something the other day we were talking about some of this because we had some horrendous messages from couples and single guys and like i said the guys that come off with that super not confident because confident guys are typically solid if they're genuinely confident but then there's this and it's it's this false confidence this false bravado the arrogance and those are the guys that fold under pressure it's yeah. like instantaneously they throw these lines out there right they attempt to uh meet women, for example, and they think, "Ah, I'm just going to throw it out there, see what happens, and I'm going to be super fucking smooth and suave and all that. But they also don't 100% believe that it's going to work. And when they do get the attention of someone, it's like, oh, shit, I I actually have to step up now. Right. And that's the fucking problem. So, yeah, absolutely. As a single guy, you have to know your limitations. Well, yeah, and and I think the biggest thing is like, it's everything sounds really hot in theory. We've talked yeah. about this many, many times. The idea of being with a hot wife sounds so fucking hot until you actually have to go through with it. And then you right. have to deal with all of the minutia of it and the emotions of it and sometimes the fright of it and all yeah. of these different things. And, and men just aren't prepared. And where I really see it is with lifestyle events. For sure. For example, we've had a guy that has signed up for three of our Las Vegas events. He has not shown up to a single one of no, them. No, can't pull the trigger. And finally, I reached out because he was buying tickets every month and not using them. So finally, I was like, hey, what's the deal here? Is there something we can help with? Are you struggling with the logistics of it in some way? I feel bad that you're spending all this money and not coming. Right. And he writes back and he's like, well, it, it sounds really hot and I do want to do it. But every time it comes day of, I'm like, I don't know if I can do this. Well, the only way you're going to find out is if you fucking show up. Or, you don't have to do anything. Or just don't do it. It doesn't sound like you're ready for this. This is clearly something that you are not mentally prepared to deal with. Well, you can so also, why are you wasting all of this time and money buying tickets? Because I think he genuinely wants it to work. He wants to want to be able to do it. So <laughs> what you need to do is one foot in front of the other, show up. And maybe it works. Or maybe it doesn't. Either way, you're going to fucking find out and you don't have to worry about it anymore. Well, and maybe the better tip is either be all in or all out. You can't, well, sure. you can't, you can't do, be yeah. part of the way in because I see it all the time at events too. We've talked about this on many single guy tips. We have these men that show up and they go through all of the effort of putting on these nice outfits and looking and smelling amazing and driving all the way there and walking in. And then what do they do all night? They sit by themselves in a corner. Yeah. And I, as the host, always go and ask them how everything things going and they're like yeah you know just a little overwhelmed in this environment and I think that's fine the first time but if that's you over and over again I think you really have some soul searching to do to better understand if this is the right space for you or not well there's also other things single guys can do in these environments to you know, preemptively anyway to prepare themselves for it. like we talk about this all the time I tell guys all the time especially guys who are recently out of long-term relationships or marriages, for example, it's like, hey, uh, when was the last time you actually were on a on a date with a woman that wasn't your wife? When was the last time you had a cogent conversation, normal conversation with a woman that wasn't your wife? Right. Have you gone out lately with friends or even alone to a bar or restaurant and had a conversation with a stranger, male, female, or otherwise, doesn't matter. Are you capable of holding a conversation? Are you capable of putting your best foot forward and being in these environments that you are otherwise uncomfortable in? Because the only way to get good at something is to become uncomfortable with it. And you have no choice. Everyone's uncomfortable the first time. Yeah, I was talking to a woman on Reddit the other day. She and I were having a really interesting conversation back and forth. And she was asking my advice because she found this single man that she was ridiculously attracted to. You know, I guess just physical perfection for her. And they went out, she and her husband, and he went out for drinks. And everyone got along super well. And he seemed very sure of himself and confident and excited about the prospects. And he came over to her house three different times to play. The husband sat outside of the room to listen all three times. Right. 
the man could not get hard to save his fucking life. And she's like, I'm starting to think it's me. And I said, I can almost fucking guarantee you it's not you because no. he wouldn't go through the hassle of driving to your house and, and doing all of these things if it had anything to do with the way you look or, or his attraction to you. It has everything to do with the fact he is not mentally prepared for the scenario that he is trying to accomplish. Yeah, this is a him problem, not an anybody else problem. And let me say this. It's funny because I just saw um, something in social media that revolving around male enhancements, you know, shit like that. People, guys, don't realize because, you know, you know what a guy like that's doing, obviously. He's trying. He wants to make this work. And probably at some point he's popped a fucking Viagra or Cialis or something. What guys don't realize is that fucking problem is 100, almost 100% mental. Those ED medications are not going to help you get an erection. They're going to help you keep one. Right. If you can't get one, all the fucking pills on earth aren't going to help you. Yeah. You're in your own head. And if you're nervous and anxiety ridden, the chances of you getting that cock up are slim to none. Listen, I don't care what the circumstance, guys, get yourself into a stressful situation. It doesn't matter what it is. And then try to get a heart on. Yeah. Good luck, motherfucker. Well, and, and along those same lines, there are certain scenarios that certain men in the lifestyle do very well in and others do not. For example, one-on-one or even with a woman and her husband sitting there, some guys are totally fine. Put them in an orgy or a gangbang yeah, situation, in a group situation. Yeah, I can't do it. Where they're more on display for a larger number of people and they are not going to be able to perform. That doesn't mean you're a bad lifestyler. It just means that's not right for you. So once again, just know your limitations. Yeah, I know mine. That's not my scene. I can't do it because I have no interest in it and I can't pretend or force myself to do it. So I'm not going to bother. I'm not going to waste anybody's time, including my own. I know I can't do that. So I just don't. So there's your single guy tip. Know yourself. Be honest about your own limitations, your own desires, and don't force yourself into situations that you are either disinterested in or not ready for. Yeah, don't set yourself up for failure. If it's not something you think you can mentally handle, then you don't need to fuck with it. And that's okay. Yeah, totally fine. Doesn't make you a bad dude. No, absolutely not. All right, moving on because I am dying. Oh, I know you are. Dying to hear about are. this because I was partially involved in this whole thing, at yes. least afterwards. Yes. And I got to kind of experience the secondary sexual energy that you shared with this particular woman. So we're going to be talking about that very shortly. But first, we want to say a thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. This episode of FPS is brought to you by Lomi. Listen, I feel so guilty about the amount of trash that we have at our house. It felt like we were constantly taking out garbage. And every time I would take it out, I would think to myself, oh my God, we're wasting so much food and we're taking up so much room. And let me tell you, eco guilt is a real thing. My footprint was way too high. And that's why I was so excited when we got our Lomi. Because with a push of a button, we're able to turn our food scraps into dirt and it's nutrient rich soil that we can use for gardening, or at the very least, it takes up far less room in the garbage bags and garbage bins and in landfills. And if you want to be environmentally conscious or just make cleaning up from dinner that much easier, you need to get yourself a Lomi. It's a very compact, small countertop composter that allows you to turn your food scraps into dirt in less than four hours. If you want to check out Lomi for yourself and get a discount, head on over to Lomi.com FPS and use code FPS at checkout for $50 off. Again, that's a $50 discount when you head to Lomi, L-O-M-I dot com slash FPS and use the code FPS at checkout. Get your composter today, cut down on your waste and feel better about your after dinner habits. This episode of FPS is brought to you by our friends at Promescent. I am so picky about bedroom wellness products because I have ridiculously sensitive skin. I cannot tell you the number of products that I personally used that leave me with rashes or just feeling uncomfortable and nothing is more miserable than that, especially when you're trying to get down and have fun. That's why I absolutely love Promescent's products, especially their lubes, because I know that they use the highest quality ingredients and I'm not going to be left with any sort of unwanted sensations or rashes on my body. And Permescent doesn't just make lube. They have a ton of bedroom wellness products. I use Permescent to stock up on everything for my swinger bag, including condoms, massage oils, and one of my absolute favorite products, their before and after wipes, which help me keep clean and get clean after a play session and have the confidence to know that I smell fresh for my new partners. If you want to check out all of Permescent's products, you can get a 10% discount today when you head to promescent.com slash 
slash FPS. That's 10% off of all of their bedroom wellness products at promescent, P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T dot com slash FPS. This episode of Front Porch Swingers is brought to you by Shameless Care. We love this company because they make it easier than ever before for the ethically non-monogamous community to get their medical needs handled. For example, if you're a man that needs a little bit of help in the bedroom, keeping hard, you can get ED medication delivered discreetly to your door, and all you have to do is fill out a quick intake form on their website. They have providers in all 50 states, and if you are accepted, they'll ship it straight to you. If you're not accepted, no harm, no foul. You'll get your money back. And right now, it's more affordable than ever before because Shameless Care is offering listeners of our show a $30 discount off of their first ED prescription. All you have to do is go to shamelesscare.com and use code FPS at checkout. Again, that's $30 off your first month of ED medication when you go to shamelesscare.com and use code FPS at checkout. So, As we've been talking about in this episode and the last couple of episodes, really, we've switched up a lot of things in how we are playing with other people, how we are thinking of our interactions with other people. And this was a really, really fun way for us to do that. It was so perfect of you to come up with this idea. And it made me feel included, which was way more erotic than it typically is for me. So I am so fucking excited to hear the details of this. Well, and as we're recording this, we are uh, one day out from leaving for Phoenix for our takeover. So we're recording this early. So just this was just a couple days ago that this happened between myself and Jade. And I got a text message from her this morning that I showed you. And it's a lovely picture of her tits, uh, <laughs> which still are bruised. And she was super excited about it and just beaming and couldn't wait to, to reminisce about it. So it was fucking hot. There's, there's no question. It was absolutely one of the hotter experiences I've had in a long time. So you kind of dropped this idea on me to some degree before you went. I knew kind of the big surprise element of it, if you will. She did not. But she had no fucking idea, right? And I didn't know exactly how you were going to bring it back to me. Well, so let's take a step back. So Jade is obviously one of my regular play partners, as some folks know. She came to one of our Denver events a while back. Yes. And... Our friend Angel, who is a sensual dom, was there, as he always is. We have him at all of our events. And she, and Jade had the opportunity to partake in one of his tastings. Oh, my God. We talked about it on an episode. But it, <laughs> to this day, it might be the most erotic thing I've ever witnessed with my own eyes. Yeah. She was on this spanking bench. And first, he was using the violet wand on right. her. And she was just writhing all over the place. And then he started using the vampire gloves right. on her. And I have never in my entire life seen seen a woman react to touch like that. Well, I did, right <laughs> up close and personal. So because she enjoyed it so much, I thought this is a perfect opportunity. Now, again, to take a step back, both Jade and Susan, for your birthday, got you vampire gloves. They measured my hands because they're they're made to fit. You know, they're custom made. And so I thought, this is a perfect opportunity. Right. She has, n- there's no way she's going to think I'm going to do this because <laughs> I haven't done it yet. And I just thought it was a gr- would be a great fucking surprise. And she loves the more aggressive, oh, dominant yeah. our play, is, play. Yeah, our play is every bit, if not more dominant than yours and mine at this point. It's rough. That's crazy. It's rough. Because you and I get fucking wild. Yeah, it's the, it, it, gets, it gets rough. And she digs it. And so we're really at a good place because, again, we've been seeing each other now for a year next month. And so really good energy. We understand, you know, where we need to be. But this was totally different. So I get to her place. She knew, obviously, you know, we made a date. I was coming. She knew I had a surprise. She didn't know what it was. And she opens the door and right away I'm greeted by the, by her dog, who I love. And uh, she had just come home. She was at brunch with some friends because this is like, I don't know, four o'clock in the afternoon, I think, like Saturday, right? Yeah, Something it was like early. That. Yep. So we're just sitting down, just kind of chatting. And of course, I have my, my little bag with me. The gloves are in the bag. And I'm seeing, I mean, I know they're there. She doesn't know they're there. But I'm super You're just like looking over at the bag knowing what you have. Yeah, the bag's like over on this chair. And I'm like, oh, I can't wait to get this fucking bag open. (laughs) So then, of course, I realized she asked me for some gummies. So I had to open the bag and get them. So I had, I grabbed the bag and I I had to like turn my back so she didn't see them (laughs) and pulled the things out and gave them to her. So 
we're just talking and eventually I'm like, hey, I would really like to see you naked. So um, is that how, what you said? Yeah. So that's said, fucking hot. I have a surprise for you. So if you want, I'll, you know, we're just going to run to the restroom. I'll meet you upstairs. Boom. Up the stairs she goes. By the time I get upstairs, just a couple of minutes later, I take in my shoes, socks, everything off. She's in, naked in bed, like naked in bed, no lingerie, ready to go. So she wasn't messing around. She was not. And so I'm getting undressed at the foot of the bed and we're just, just light talking and, you know, a little bit of flirting. So now I grab the bag and I open it up and I, I just kind of take them out and show them to her. And she just beams. She's like, Oh my God, is that what I think it is? I'm like, yep, sure is. That's exactly what it is. So here's what I did because of course this entire time I'm thinking, like you said, how do I bring this back home to you? Right. So in my warped mind, I'm like, okay, here's what I'm going to do. Your warped mind. Here's what I'm going to do. I am going to do my level best to remember almost exactly like moment for moment what she and I are doing. And then I'm going to try to replicate that with you. Oh, that's so fucking hot. So the the first thing I thought was, let me be smart. I'm only going to put one glove on. Because if you haven't used the vampire gloves yet, once you have them on both hands, you can't do shit else. Well, let me say the major point of vampire gloves for most people, not necessarily for me and Jade, but for most people is that they are not meant to inflict pain. Correct. They are very sensual. While they are sharp, you can do, for example, if a woman's laying down or someone is laying down on her stomach and her back is exposed, you can run the vampire gloves very lightly down the neck, down the back, onto the ass, onto the legs. And depending on how thick the skin is in those places, it's very different sensation. So these can be painful. Yeah. I would not necessarily say that is the point of vampire gloves. No, but the, my point, no pun intended, was with, <laughs> with them on both hands. I mean, you can't even scratch your own ass. Like you can't do anything. Right. And you're, you know, and I, I don't want to have to try to climb on the bed and get stuck on the fucking sheets. You know, you're just <laughs> ruin like, her comforter. Yeah, it's like Freddy Krueger. You're just tearing shit up. So I thought I'm going to put one on one hand. Now, also as a Bonus tip, if you're going to use them, particularly for the first time, and if you're a fucking Neanderthal like me and you have heavy hands and you don't you know, realize that you are much larger than the person you're with, don't put them on your hands at first. Just take it and rub it on their skin, and then because that way you're not putting the pressure, and then it's a kind of softer, and you know, which is and and you can build up yeah, the intensity. Can, the subtra- you know, you can always add salt. You don't want to sub- try to subtract it. So in this particular case, because I knew and know that Jade is open to a bit more of the impact, I just put the glove on. But now, of course, one is on, one is off. So the first thing I do, because, again, I am I want to replay this later. <laughs> I'm trying to do it in steps, which was fucking stupid because it didn't work out that way. But I did try. So the first thing I did was I grabbed her, well, basically by her ankles and pulled her toward me, and I started licking her pussy right away. While I was doing that, I the glove is on my right hand. So her left or her right leg thigh is on my shoulder, and my right hand is under her leg and on her left breast, basically. So I'm squeezing and rubbing. Pretty easy to do when she's as small as she is. She's like four ten on a tall day. Yeah. So yeah, totally easy to do. And so my I am squeezing and rubbing and caressing her her nipples because she's super fucking sensitive. She can orgasm just from nipple play very easily. And so I figured, fucking jealous. Yeah, and I figured this is going to be next level. I was not wrong because <laughs> literally 30 seconds, which is not the norm for her, for me going down on her and squeezing her tits and kind of rubbing on her stomach and you know her leg. I'm rubbing everything I can, but paying particular attention to her nipples. Came, I told you she came so hard. I thought if, if had my face been in a different position, she'd have knocked out a tooth. <laughs> she bucked so hard, I was like, she could easily have broken my nose. That was the craziest thing ever. <laughs> so I knew I was on the right track. And now I'm super fucking worked up, right? Because of course I'm thinking, this is exactly what I'm gonna do to you later, which is exactly what I did. <laughs> and it's fun because both you and and Jade have that same level of in, that you can take the same level of intensity. It, you know what I mean? You can handle that that extra pressure and pain that most folks 
can't yeah. or don't want you to. You don't have to be constantly worried about hurting one of us. In fact, right. I tell guys all the fucking time, like if I ask you to bite my nipple, don't just fucking nibble on it. Right. Fucking bite. I'll tell you if it's too much, but the chances right. of you getting to a point where it's too much, slim to none. Yeah, but some people it's like, oh yeah, no, I like the pain. And it's like, oh shit, no, 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 not not that much. <laughs> like that's not a thing with her. Like that no issue there. So so I stay there. Like I I thought, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna do this again. So again, gloves on my right hand. I start moving it around her body a little bit. Now I'm rubbing both of her legs and on the inside of her thighs. And now I'm teasing her a little. So I'm just kind of, I'm licking around her clit and just flicking it a little bit. And I'm taking just one finger with the vampire gloves and I'm running it around her thighs and just around her pussy and on her stomach. Oh, what a tease. Well, and so at this point now I'm like, okay, fuck it. I'm going to put both of her legs over my shoulders. I got both hands on her tits, still only one vampire glove. But when you activate both of her breasts, it's like Mount Vesuvius. It's over. (laughs) So while I'm going down on her again and I'm squeezing and rubbing. And so my left hand, I'm squeezing a little harder. The right hand, I'm more just kind of moving it around her body and, and all the way around her breast. Right, because it's fucking sharp. And it, yeah, you could you could fuck up the program pretty quickly if you want to. Yep. So at that point, I realized that she's going to come again, like very quickly. So I I, I backed it off a little bit. Because again, I'm, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to tease, trying to, I, I want to spend as much time with this glove as possible. Because I know at some point I got to take the fucking thing off. Right. Right. So... Again, squeezing both tits. I'm licking all around her pussy. I'm nibbling on her thighs, nibbling on her stomach. And eventually she comes again. Now she's hyper fucking sensitive at this point. So I get on the bed and I just use the, the glove. And I'm just running it all over her body. Okay? Oh, God. And I'm, I'm kind of kissing on her. And wherever the glove goes, I'm following it up with a light kissing and touching. I roll her over onto her side, on her left side. And now I'm just rubbing like her left, well, she's on her right side, so her left ass cheek is facing me. And I'm kind of straddling her leg. And I'm just rubbing it on her leg and on her ass and up her back. How's she responding? The moans, the sounds, the writhing. You know, she's very animated anyway and super reactionary to things. This was just next level. You got to remember, I did not see her in Denver getting this treatment. So I had no idea exactly how she was going to react. All I knew is what you and everybody else told me was it was a fucking show. (laughs) Well, all of our friends there were talking about it all fucking weekend because it was so hot. In fact, we had friends that were there that said that they immediately went and fucked after watching her with (laughs) with Angel. Yeah, so it was instantly something I was thinking of. Like, I didn't see it, but I know this is going to work if I do this (laughs) properly. So again, this is just touching and it's really just, it's like a lead up. It's sensual and, and not getting crazy. Not yet. So (laughs) then I turn her over. She's on her stomach. Okay. So now I've got her on her. She's completely exposed to me. Her ass is up in the air. I'm nibbling on her ass cheek and I'm rubbing it, uh, rubbing her other ass cheek at the same time with the gloves. Also, because the gloves are leather and there's nothing on the backside, I'm slapping her ass with the backside of the leather glove. Oh, that's so hot. So I'm going from... I love that sound too, leather hitting oh, it's skin. Just, yeah. Oh. I'm going from the, you know, obviously the, the prickliness of the, of the glove to that, you know, just a smooth slap. And again, the noises, She's her back is arched up, her head is up off the bed. I have my left hand now is kind of in her hair and I'm pulling her hair a little bit. Not joking her with the glove. I do not recommend that. So I'm just, again, rubbing it all around her, but pulling her hair and nibbling on her, putting my tongue in her ass. I'm licking her pussy from behind <laughs> and just using the finger or two just to kind of, you know, like a figure eight is basically what I was doing around her ass cheeks and on the inside of her thighs. I spread her legs open a little bit. And I ran my finger down the length of her thighs, which she's short. It ain't long. But the whole length of it. Then on her calf, because the skin's different on the calf than it is on your ass or your lower back. And the sensation's very different. So I am fucking worked up at this point. I'm sure. Are you rock hard? Listen, I could have (laughs) cut diamonds. So she turns around. She flips over. And we start, she's on her knees and we're just kind of making out a little bit and I'm still touching her. My hand, my right hand has not left her body yet. Well, she starts sucking my cock. Okay. So again, Jade is short. So I can very literally, while she's sucking my cock, reach around with either hand and finger her or do whatever. So the right hand with the glove is on, I think it was her left breast. And I am playing with her pussy from behind while she's sucking my cock, which sounds amazing. And it is hot. I unfortunately was, I had to stop because she could not suck my cock 
while I was doing this efficiently. It was not working for her. And I didn't want, she, not that she was getting frustrated, but I was like, I'm half choking her. She's half not able to do it. I'm like, let me just, let me back off a little bit. So I took I took my right hand off of her and I was just kind of rubbing her ass with my left hand and I didn't touch her at all with the right while she was sucking my cock because it would have just fucked up the whole program. So then I thought I was going to take it off, okay? I was going to take it off. I, I reached over because once again, if you have two on, you're fucked. Like I had to reach over to get a condom. I had to be a contortionist. I couldn't grab the condom with the right hand because right. it's fucking sharp. <laughs> so I had to reach over with the left and then I had to bite the thing with my teeth and my left hand to open the fucking thing up. <laughs> I put the condom on with one hand, my left hand, which is not my dominant hand. Uh, and so now she's on her back. I enter her and I still have the glove on. Oh. So now I'm fucking her with the glove on and I am running it all over her. I'm choking her with the left hand, but I am squeezing her tits with the right. Okay. Now the, the pressure is a little bit more intense. Yeah. She came so hard that I told you it actually hurt my cock. <laughs> Yes, you did tell it me that. It was crazy. So fucking hot. It was just intense. So I, so now, of course, I want to get on my back because th- what I'm thinking is I'm going to do the same to you. I want you to ride my cock and I'm going to squeeze your tits. I get on my back. She gets on top of me. And right away, I'm, I'm all over. I've got one. My mouth is on one tit. My hand is on the other. She's riding me like crazy. And man, I'm telling you, it was one of the hottest things when she came at that point because she, it was like she was just completely lost in all of it. Like an out-of-body experience? Just lost in it. And we are sweating. It, of course, the glove <laughs> is actually making me hot. It's fucking, you know, it'll make you sweat. Yeah. And we are working. I'm telling you right now. So while she was on my, while she was riding my cock, is like when I started to take the glove off. Not easy. You got to be careful with it so you don't stick yourself. And then finally I get it off and now it's just on, okay? <laughs> and she has very sensitive skin, much like you. So I could see there's, you know, there's a little bit of raised welts and shit. So I'm, I want to take it a little bit easier. Roll her over, smacking her ass. I'm nibbling on her from behind. <laughs> I want to take it hair. a little bit easier so I spank her ass. <laughs> yeah, nothing crazy, you know, no glove. You know, it's just kind of normal for she and I. And... And again, now I'm on top of her again, and I am going to work. I'm fucking her. She's, it's so fucking hot. I eventually come, okay? Now, we are every bit of it. We're we're an hour into this. I mean, this was a hot session. We are laying there. I am out of breath. She is out of breath. We are fucking sweating. It is a hot mess in there. (laughs) She turns the ceiling fan on because it, it had to be 85 fucking degrees in that room. And we're just laying there just trying to, come down from it all right Right. well i'm so fucking worked up and clearly she was too that within minutes we're making out again oh my god my cock i'm nibbling all over her. that's really interesting because usually when you're done you're fucking done well listen let me just tell you something i'm gonna spoiler alert i had three orgasms in a very short period of time because she and i went at it again and then you and i played nothing 400 milligrams of testosterone can't fix for you gentlemen in case you're wondering (laughs) Okay, 24 hours in advance, 400 milligrams of synthetic testosterone. Text me if you need the information. <laughs> so she and I, now she's on top of me. Okay, she's just kind of on me. We're not, um, there's no penetration. She's just grinding on me. I'm fucking hard as a rock with literally within five to 10 minutes. That's crazy. She starts sucking my cock. I know where this is going. Jade ain't going to stop until I come. She's lick, she's sucking my cock. She's licking my balls. My hands are wrapped up in her hair. I'm pulling her hair. I'm choking her while she's sucking my cock. Ugh. It's the hottest fucking thing. And I'm telling you, it is hot. I am sweating. She's working hard, obviously. <laughs> and this goes on for a bit. And finally, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to come again. Holy shit. And I came. And I'm telling you, I couldn't have pried her off my cock. She, uh, it's so fucking hot. You came in her mouth? Yes, absolutely. She, that's her thing. She loves it. Not with everybody, I guess, but for me, it's awesome. It super fucking, super hot. You are so naughty. Super, super fucking hot. And now, of course, she just collapses on top of me. Okay. (laughs) Her head's on my chest. I'm, and I am done. I'm just, I'm sprawled out, spread eagle, just laying there (laughs) like a fucking fat rat. I am out of it. I was like, holy Shit. She looks up at me. She goes, that was next level hot. Like, she's like, I don't even know how to explain what just happened. <laughs> it was incredible. Absolutely incredible. So 
I, we just laid there for a bit because, I mean, we really did have to cool off. She got some water. We just laid there and came down from it all. Um, and then, you know, there was a little time that went by before I left. But now, of course, say goodbye to her. I text you. I'm on my way home. Well, I know instinctively what's happening right. later. I know what's going on. But I texted you and said, hey, let's go grab a drink because I wanted to tell you what just happened. I wanted to kind of give you the preview of what was to come. Well, and to potentially give your body a little time to recover. Oh, there's no question. You know, you're you're a pretty virile dude, but you're also freaking, you know, 53, 53 years old. Yeah, so. so let's not get it crazy. Listen, three orgasms in the period of three-ish hours. That's impressive for me. And uh, once again, nothing a little bit of enhancement can't help you with. If you need some information, reach out. But I'm telling you, it was so fucking hot. My cock was hard on the ride home. Really? Yeah, because of what had just happened and what I knew was coming. Right. Because you didn't really know. So here's what happens. You get home. You're like, be ready. I'm just going to come pick you up. So I get myself all ready. We go. We go have a drink together. We're on the way to go have a drink. And you start telling me of everything that happened. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You're telling me this now? Yes. Yes. Because, it. well, first of all, it was so fucking hot. Look, all I was thinking about while you and I were, first of all, I was driving home was what what had just happened. Right. right? And I'm trying to replay it in my mind. I'm like, at what point did I have my tongue in her ass? (laughs) Where was, when did I take the glove off? She was riding my cock. Like, I, I, it was just a fucking blur. Much like you forgot to turn the phone on the other night. Very much the same thing. I just went blank. <laughs> I, I mean, I remember obviously very poignant parts of this, but to do it in absolute succession, there's no way I could have done it because I just couldn't remember. So yeah, I'm giving you some of this information because I want you just as worked up as I am. Well, I worked. Yeah. So we had a couple of drinks and got the fuck out of there and went home. So once we get in the house, I put a record on, you get some lingerie on, and boom, we're in the bedroom. And I just slip on one glove. And it was fucking on. And I attempted to do the exact same thing to you that I did to Jade to try to emulate that whole thing so that you could be that much more involved in it. You know what I mean? Well, it was so fu- it really was so fucking hot to me because I do like when you play with other people. But again, like we've said a lot the last few weeks, there has come a point where it feels like we're kind of just off in our own little worlds. Like right. you're off with playing with Susan and Jade. I'm off playing with the guys I play with. We tell each other about it, but there's really no other involvement other than that. Right. This felt like I was immersed in your experience. Yeah. I I felt almost like I was watching you guys because you were telling me step by step, this is what I did to her and then you showed me it and i, I was like yeah. oh my fucking god it was just so erotic well and and you know again you and i ha- i mean you orgasm hard anyway you're very orgasmic you're very responsive you came super fucking hard literally within seconds of me squeezing your tits and going down on you. Well, that's because... Because you already knew what had happened. Well, you're putting on the record and you're getting the glove on and everything. I am playing with my pussy and thinking about what's going to happen. So by the time you started touching my tits with the vampire glove and licking my pussy, I mean, I just fucking exploded. Yeah, it was... It was intense, intense, intense. And And we played for a long time. Yeah, because again, I was trying to kind of replicate the whole length. I was just going through the whole process in my head of how I went about it and how, you know, what I was doing and the sensations and all those things. And, you know, just loving the moment. So, yeah, I don't even know how long that went on. The record had stopped. (laughs) It was just, there's no more music. And so I, you know, the replicating that, but also sharing it with you prior as a little bit of buildup. It was only about an hour, hour and a half. Well, because the entire time you're gone, I'm thinking about it. That's what was so hot to me. It wasn't right. like, oh, Brian just stopped fucking Jade. It was like, right. I know what Brian is doing to her right now because he told me ahead of time what he wanted to do. Exactly. Well, it was it's kind of like, like, like had you had the, the phone on and you recorded it and sent it to me because you've done that before yeah. many years ago. And I would be like at work or something. I'm like, oh, that's happening like real time, like yeah. right now. So then I'd have hours to have to wait <laughs> to get home. It's like, oh my God. God, this is fucking ridiculous. And you go the entire day with a heart on. So, but yeah. It, sorry, not sorry. Not Yeah, absolutely not. But to, to that point, this interaction, first of all, Jade's amazing and just awesome and sexy and adorable and just fucking fun. And so that alone is enough. Add to that the idea that this is super fucking hot because I'm now able to share it with you, you know, right after. And I'm thinking about it the whole time. Once again, which is why my cock is hard, the entire fucking 30-minute ride home. (laughs) And so, listen, it was one of the more intense 
experiences I've had in a long time, the entirety of the day. Yeah. You know what I mean? So now, spoiler alert, I'm going to see Susan today. Yes. At four o'clock. And I'm bringing the gloves. She does not know that. Oh. Now, Susan's very different. She does like it rough. She likes the, the aggression. She likes the, the primal play. Her skin is super sensitive. She's never had the opportunity to use these gloves before. So it's going to be very different. Yeah. And I kind of love that, too. The fact that you do play with women that while they are similar, yes. they have different interests and different thresholds and all of that kind of stuff. That's also kind of exciting for me. Well, that's the interesting thing. Like we were just with Susan the other day. We, you know, two days ago, we just had brunch with her for, I guess it was our idea of Easter. And we were talking <laughs> about the differences. The thing I like the most about all three of you gals, because you're all different, there is a level of that intensity and aggression. There's and a common thread, but we're not the same people. No, because you you can be you can be very soft and very sensual. We can we can play that. You and I don't do it very often. We have we've made love a, f- a few times. Our idea of making love, I guess, <laughs> over the course of six years, not we've everybody, made love like a but, handful of times. But you do have that uh, that ability, although it's just not our nature. It's right. not our dynamic. Jade and I do not play that way. It is nothing like that at all. It's down and dirty. Fuck me. Pound me. Fuck me hard. I mean, it's like. Good for her. Yeah, yeah. And with Susan, she's all about that. But she will absolutely take a softer, sensual path. So this is going to be interesting because this, you know, once again, I'm going to have one glove on. I'm, you know, going to play with one glove. And we're going to see just how her body reacts Compared to both you and Jade. I'm super fucking excited about it. I can't Ugh, wait. And I then, can't wait. And then, you naughty pants, you're going to play today too. Not necessarily. We don't know that for sure. Yeah, There's a we possibility. Do. We know that's happening. And if you do, how fucking intense is that going to be by the time we get back together? Today? Oh my God. It could be fucking explosive. I can't wait. So anyway, <laughs> we'll have more details for you guys on all of that very soon. And if you got to, if you got to the end of this episode and you want to hear more... We have bonus episodes available exclusively to our Patreon community. All you have to do is go to patreon.com slash front porch swingers to join us for that bonus content. If you want the naughtier shit, like for example, one of my absolute favorite content creators is coming back into town very soon. And I plan to do some very naughty things with him and his gigantic cock. You can see all of that at onlyfans.com slash front porch swingers. If you want to join us for an upcoming event, we have so many, both and our partners events for example we're going to be in atlanta for splash we are going to be in denver for the real hot wives of denver we're going to be at naughty new orleans we have pod bash coming up so many things and all of that information is available at members.frontporchswingers.com we would love to see you for a future event and what else do we have we got a lot of stuff don't forget the asn awards that's in august we've got the enm summit next month we've got all kinds of shit anything you guys want to know about anything reach out to us we'll fill you in or go to members you can find out a lot of information there. Hell yes. And thank you guys very much for listening. Thanks, everybody.